Hi friends, my name is Jody Swee and I'm a life coach and spiritual director traveling the country with my family in an RV as we discover the joy in the journey. I've been studying the Bible for over 20 years and I freaking love it. Now I'm sharing it with you in hopes that you discover that you do too. Let's start today from a place of peace as we acknowledge that we are in God's presence. Wherever you are, whatever is going on in your life right now, you can pause, breathe deeply, and become present to God's presence with you. So take a few deep breaths and soak it in as I pray for us. Father God, for some people, your presence is tangible. For others, it feels like grasping at air. Both are feelings and not facts. The fact is you are present with us whether we feel it or not. Allow us all to rest in the truth of that as we spend time in your word. Let it shape us from the inside out. Amen. Real talk, friends. I cried as I prepared this episode. I was sitting in a sweet little cafe in sunny California with tears rolling down my face as I opened my computer to try to put words together around today's text in Romans 5. Martin Luther said that there is hardly another chapter in the entire Bible that can equal this triumphant text. Sure, that's his opinion, but there's definitely something powerful at work in these words. Let's experience it together as I read Romans 5, 1 through 3 from the Passion Translation. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. I'm going to read this again for all of our sakes, and I'd like you to pay attention to whatever soul pings you. Whether it's a word, a phrase, or an idea, hold on to it as a starting point for the next section. So here's Romans 5, 1 through 3. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. So what soul pinged you? Take a few deep breaths here in God's presence and tell him about it. Ask him why that hit you as it did. And then listen for his response. It might come in the form of a picture in your mind or a word or a feeling. And even if it feels weird or you question whether or not it's from God, just hold on to it and continue to be in his presence. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you sift through what is of you and what is from the Lord. If you'd like to spend some more time here, please feel free to hit pause and come back when you're ready. Or if you've gotten, you're coming up with a whole lot of nothing, then let's continue on together as we talk context. The book of Romans was written by our friend Paul. And as I mentioned in episode seven, Sin Miserable, Romans is not the easiest of all books to understand. It's dance. 
which is why I'm grateful for different translations, as they often help me create a kind of circle of understanding. It's also broken up into three-ish themes. Chapters 1 through 8 is the theological stuff, which means studying the sources of our belief. Chapters 9 through 11, they're a little more about Israel's story and the history. And chapters 12 through 16 tend to be a little bit more about the Christian life, which means in five, we're in the theological stuff, i.e. Paul is trying to help us understand God and how it all worked, particularly in the area of grace and sin. And the grace in this text is what made me cry in the very first line, which says, Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. Friends, I don't know about you, but I don't feel flawless, like ever. But as my wise friend Katie says, feelings are not facts, and my standing in yours before the Lord is not based on our feelings or even our flesh. This is where the idea of being more than a body really needs to be fleshed out. Mm, see what I did there? Okay, moving on. We have a body, but we are a soul with a spirit, which is a bit of a mind bender if you ask me, but I'm going to do my best to break it down with the help of an article written by Glory Die called, What is the Difference Between a Soul and a Spirit? I'll put a link to the full article with biblical references in the show notes for this episode. So Die broke down the body-soul-spirit situation with the illustration of a concentric circle, which I found really helpful. A concentric circle is a circle within a circle within a circle. Got that picture up in your brain? Okay. Good. So the outer circle is our body or flesh. It's our physical selves, which are made up of five senses, touch, taste, sight, smell, and hearing. Our soul is the middle circle, which is our humanity. It's our thoughts, emotions, and will. And our spirit is the innermost circle, the core of who we are. It is the place where we connect with God and experience his presence. It is our core that is spiritually dead without the gift of Jesus. That's where all that talk of death to life comes from. Our spirit, our core, is dead without Jesus. But when we accept his role as Savior and Lord and surrender our lives to him, our spirit is brought back to life, which Jesus illustrates for us by dying on a cross and rising from the dead three days later. This is legit stuff, y'all, and it blows my freaking mind. Listen to what Jesus himself says about it. In John 5, 24, I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death to life. When we pass from death to life, we are given the ability to live out of our spirit. And it is our spirit that is flawless. Our bodies of flesh are weak. Our souls, the connection between and therefore compromised. But it is our spirit which is flawless. And the Lord invites us to live out of our spirit. When we are living out of our core, our spirit, which is where our absolute true identity is found, it begins to seep outward through our soul and eventually into our flesh. That is what Romans 2.12 means when it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is renewed when you live out of your core, your spirit, your true identity. Holy Spirit, this is just wrecking me today. And I know my mediocre words are not doing justice to the vast magnitude of this. 
please help my friends hear it from you. Let's spend a few minutes just sitting with this. Breathe deeply, my friends, and invite the spirit of truth to make this real for you. Spend as much time as you need and come back when you're ready. Well, Martin Luther might be right. I didn't even make it through the first three lines of chapter five in Romans without being totally wrecked. Looks like we're only going to get through that first part in this episode, but I've got enough to ponder for today and I hope you do too. So now let's spend a few moments praying for our people. And how about we focus on our family today? Whomever comes to mind, let's pray for them in whatever ways they need as we sit here for a few beats. Let's close today with another text from Romans, this time in chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. And it says this, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Live Out of Wild with Jody Swee. If you're trying to figure out how to find your way through the concentric circles of our body, soul, and spirit and want someone to walk it out with, get in touch with me today, please. That's my job and my joy. Let's live, people. Until next time, may you live in the love and joy of Jesus and allow it to grow wild within you until it overflows to others.